one gold talent was the equivalent of an upper-class person's income for a lifetime. In today's dollars, it would be worth about $5,760,000. In other words, this king gave that servant the equivalent of 10,000 lifetimes of income which naturally begs the question, who would be so stupid, who would be so foolish to loan out 10,000 lifetimes of income knowing it was impossible for anyone to repay such a debt, let alone the interest? And the answer is God. God is just that stupid. God is just that foolish. The servant not surprisingly, could not repay the debt. And he pleaded for time, for mercy. And not only did the king grant it, he forgave the entire debt. That servant, however, had loaned a fellow servant 100 denarii. About today's value, about $3,200. And when that servant asked time to pay off the debt, which was possible, the first servant refused forgetting the mercy he was shown and had the man thrown into prison. Upon hearing this, said Jesus, the king, Jesus' father, was enraged, seized the servant who failed to show mercy and handed him over to the torturers until his debt of 10,000 lifetimes was paid off. And Jesus warns us, that like that servant, we too were entrusted with tremendous wealth and mercy. And we must give an accounting of how we used that wealth and mercy. In today's gospel, Jesus gives yet another parable using talents. He tells us that before a man went off on a journey, Jesus referring to himself, he entrusted three servants with his possessions. One servant was given five talents. In today's money, a little over $27 million. Wouldn't you like to have a boss like that? A second servant was given two talents, a little over $11 million, And a third was given one talent, close to $6 million. Now Jesus was very clear. The talents were not theirs by right. Only on loan to them and their master... Jesus fully expected to, for those talents to be used wisely and earn a profit when he returns. Well, the first made an additional five. The second made an additional two. The third, however, buried his talent. Now, burying money was a, something that ancient peoples often did in times of intense political instability, social unrest, or imminent threat of invasion. It suggests the servant was overwhelmed with fear and allowed fear to control him. Decisions made in fear are usually the wrong ones. The Lord is telling us that like those three servants, we too have each been endowed with varying amounts of talents. We are each responsible for how we use them, and we are each expected to hand the Lord when he returns 
a profit that comes from investing, using those talents. We are not all given the same amount, and for a very good reason. We are not all equal. Now, I realize how jolting that sounds in the ever-increasing lunacy of politically correct groupthink, but that doesn't change the truth one bit. We are not all equal in skills, abilities, aptitudes, intelligence, creativity, daring, risk-taking, athleticism, or any other category of human behavior you'd like to think about. We are each unique. We are each irreplaceable. We are each non-substitutable. We are each given an eternal dignity, but we are not equal. And each of us is here in this moment of time and history to bring to bear whatever talents we were lovingly entrusted with, whatever our uniqueness, for not only our benefit, but for the benefit of all. So that when we leave this world, we can leave it a little bit better than how we found it. It reminds me of a little poem, and I think it was by a poet by the name of Goethe, that goes something like this. Art thou little? Then do thy little well. And for thy comfort, no. The greatest man can do his greatest work no better than just so. It makes not one bit of difference how much one was given, but it makes all the difference how well one uses it and what one leaves behind. It was not by accident that Jesus gives this parable immediately before his parable of the last judgment, where he tells us that when he returns, may it be today, escorted by all his angels, all people, the living and the dead, will be divided into two groups, the sheep on his right, who will be saved, the goats on his left, who will be damned. And the only thing that separates the saved from the damned is not how many talents or wealth or skills they were given, but that they used whatever they had to feed the hungry, give drink to the thirsty, show compassion to the stranger, clothe the naked, visit the sick and those in prison, because in serving them, one is serving the Lord, and in refusing to serve them, one is refusing to serve the Lord. The first two servants did very well. Each used what he was entrusted with and reaped a profit for his master, the Lord. The third, however, chose the path so many do, sloth. Spiritual laziness that tempts one to turn inward, become fearful of using one's gifts, which ultimately is a rejection of God's grace a repudiation of the gifts that he gives, and a refusal to accept the responsibility to use them as God intends for the welfare of others. The first two servants in today's gospel had a healthy fear of their master, a fear that reminded them of their responsibilities to him, and they did the best they could. 
The third servant had an unhealthy fear of his master as demanding and punitive, not realizing that the talent he was lovingly entrusted with was to help him grow by using it well. The parable concluded with the master, Jesus, giving a chilling command. Now then, take the talent from him and give it to the one with ten. For to everyone who has, more will be given, and he will grow rich. But from the one who has not, even what he has will be taken away. And throw this useless servant into the darkness outside, where there will be wailing and grinding of teeth. It is a theme that Jesus used earlier in Matthew's Gospel in chapter 13, verse 12. When we accept the challenge to use what we have been given to serve in the kingdom of God, we are given even more. When, however, we refuse to use what we have been given, when the wealth we have been lovingly entrusted with is allowed to become stagnant, or even worse, hidden away, and not used as God intended it to be used, we are rejecting God. And what was given to us will be taken away. 